Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ah, the band is back together on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Hello! Hello! Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and we will start today's show the same way we start every show. The three things we think you need to hear to be in the know. It's the three at 1203. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. And behind door number one is a very exciting piece of audio for those of you who are Star Trek fans, uh, especially next gen uh, fans. Let's have a listen to Captain Jean Luc Picard. I have spent a lot of time recently watching Star Trek The Next Generation, including episodes I'd never seen before which was fun and exciting. And gradually it became clearer and clearer to me that the power of that show, the success of that show, the benefits that it gave. I have never ever grown tired of hearing from people who stop me in the street or in a restaurant. Well, no, I don't like being interrupted while I'm eating. (laughs) But who say to me, Your show changed my life. Without Star Trek, the next generation, I might not be here. And that lies at the very center of what I have to tell you now. Jean-Luc Picard is back. So for those of us who are next-gen fans, Jean-Luc Picard is reprising his role uh, for the new Star Trek series, that CBS All Access series, the first season of which is already done. By the way, that was a great show if you loved Star Trek. He's coming back um, on that new series for the second season. That is awesome. You know, I, I confess to not being a Trekkie myself. Um, and you know, it's, Did you watch the, season, the series? No. Oh, my God. You know, I remember seeing like one of the movies, the one with like the whales or the, the dolphins movies? or whatever that one yeah, was. Yeah, that's the Voyage Home. Okay, that's, that's the one I saw. Not Next Generation. That's, you know, I know Kirk and Spock. Yeah, and, I'm just saying like of the Star Trek universe, this yeah. is my only intersection, is that movie that I saw at a drive-in and probably fell asleep halfway through. And then maybe one of the original episodes or two of the original episodes I've seen. But I I never got into it. And I will tell you, I feel like it's just too high of a mountain to climb now. Why? Because it's just, you know, I feel like there's so there's much not about a le- it. There's not a learning curve at all. Are you sure? Because I'm not even quite sure why they're in space. 
What? What do you mean you're not sure why they're in space? Like, there's got to be a backstory about why they're there. Have you never watched a Star Trek season? No. Like the original series? No, that's what I mean. I've literally watched two episodes. Well, for those of you who have seen the series, people are very excited because, of course, Patrick Stewart um, was part of the next generation and was an iconic, uh, you know, that was an iconic role in the series. And uh, like that, he's not uh, understating the reality when when he says that people come up to him all the time and talk about how his life has been or their lives have been changed because that series is one of those series that if you watched it, it each episode dealt with sort of like, um, like a life lesson. Mm -hmm. So everybody has their sort of like favorite episodes that like, you know, spoke to whatever issue, you know, whether it was some sort of, you know, um, I don't know, like everything from bullying to racism to like just each and every episode had some sort of moral tale. Mm-hmm. And so and that's, you know, not just uh, that particular series, but all of the Star Trek series. So the thing I think a lot of people will be interested to learn is how his role is brought back, because long story short, you don't care about any of this. Because Did he like get beamed reference. up or something? You, yeah cute but you don't have any reference point for what actually um what his character meant in time and space as compared to the new series but that's the thing that most people who've loved the show are going to want to see how he will connect with this new season and this new series is really kind of you know in a way totally different from any other star trek series so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how he comes back but this is big news just know oh, that this I is Oh I totally big news. I was going to say you know not being a trekkie myself I still can appreciate how um exciting this is because of course like you don't even have to be a trekkie to know who he who he who the actor is and who he played I don't know enough about the role but that yeah. is exciting nevertheless Yes Behind door number 2 let's see what we got Okay so I don't know if you know that Taylor Swift is on tour. Uh, and I do, and she, she fell once or something. That's all I remember. There's a lot going on. You know, she's trying to get attention in many different ways. And she brings, um, often she will bring another singer on stage with her to sing one of their songs. This is kind of one of the ways that she gets people buzzing about her sure. shows. Well, she just did a show in Toronto, and she brought a singer by the name of Ryan Adams on stage with Brian Adams with her on stage. I always get the Ryan and the Brian mixed up. Brian Adams on stage with her to sing one of his hits. Here they are singing together in Toronto. That was a good performance, right? Yeah, with Brian Adams doing Summer of 69. Um, And, you know, it was interesting because uh, apparently, according to Taylor Swift, I was looking at her Instagram and and she basically said, like, she didn't even realize that they were going to be in town at the same time until about 24 hours prior. Oh, wow. And she reached out to him and was like, hey, would you ever do this? And he was like, sure, yeah. So they had, like, one quick rehearsal. Oh, my God, that's amazing. And she was like, 
totally fangirling the whole time. Um, I, yeah, and I think that is that's got to be a pretty cool feeling to you know have. Who doesn't have a memory also with that song? Also, to think that you're yes. going to be on stage performing. Not that she's not a good performer, but just to you know own the stage along with somebody like Brian Adams. I know it was kind of huge. So anyway, uh, nevertheless, people were very excited, and I thought it sounded. We awesome. never get that. Like I have never. Like we never. Like remember how? Um, no, was it Janet Jackson that everybody was doing the like? I think Prince is here yes. because he hadn't passed away yet. Right. Right. But right? it was Morris Day and the time that were there because they m- I thought, well, what concert were we at? There was a concert. I know. And this happens all the time because this always used to happen. Well, right. It doesn't happen anymore, uh-huh. but uh, too soon. Not really. But uh, where people would say, like, Prince is here. The rumor oh, is no, that Prince it was is- at the Janet Jackson That's concert that we heard he was there and we thought maybe she'll bring him up on yeah. stage. Yeah. But she didn't. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Entirely. No. And I feel like that like that never happens for us. Nobody ever brings anybody famous up. In Minneapolis, mostly because there's just not a lot of famous people going on. Well, the only time, like, re- of in recent years, that I remember there being a big story about that, about somebody bringing somebody famous on stage in Minneapolis, it was Billy Joel bringing Axl Rose on stage. Why was he here? They were both here in concert at the same oh, time, oh, and sure. uh, so they did a little ditty together. But it just doesn't. It's rare. One time I saw, I was literally at a, a Ladysmith Black Mambajo concert. At the Ordway, and Paul Simon was playing at XL Energy. I do Center. remember that. And I thought to myself, "Don't you want to see them like combine efforts again?" And they didn't do it. Oh, they didn't. But there no. was some talk about it, or I I remember hearing some scuttle about oh, that. It was such a bummer. But yeah, it you know, and we don't get good stuff like that. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Oh, sad news to report. Uh, Charlotte Ray who played Mrs. Garrett on both Facts of Life and on Different Strokes, has died at the age of 92. Um, and I don't know if you remember that in the very early seasons of Facts of Life, before we had um, two, before we had uh, like Natalie, and there was like an early version of it, the first couple seasons yep. that starred Molly Ringwald on roller skates, etc. Well, she's saying part of the opening credits, and it's a little bit, Different than the song that we know and love that we usually sing when we think about the facts of life. You take the good. But you'll hear her classic warble in there. So here is that theme from the facts of life. As a place you gotta go for learning all you want to know about the facts of life. The facts of life. When your books are what you're there about, what looks are what you care about. The time is right to learn the facts of life. She'll be also. I'm glad they changed the the uh, theme song because it's just so much better now. Don't, did, doesn't that sound a little bit like the Muppets to you when you hear it? What it did mean? to me. It just sounded like the Muppet Show. Oh, you know, with her warbly singing and like the kind of classic kind of school kids singing. Now, um, what's yeah. what's interesting about that? And um, I remember seeing um, pictures of her from when she was on 
uh, Broadway. So she actually was a trained singer, or at least one that was accomplished on Broadway and could, you know, carry a tune, which is presumably how she, you know, added her warble to the uh, uh-huh. to that first season. Can we just listen to the original? Oh, sure. Because I mean, in honor of her, I feel like we just need to have that moment. Have our facts of life moment for those of you, anybody under the age of I don't know. I would say what. Over the age, I should say, of 35, mm-hmm. almost 40. Facts of I life. I would say like 37. I mean, what do I know? But facts at 37. Yeah, I don't know. Because Holly, did you watch the facts of life? Not really. Not really. No. 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 Yeah. And if so, you did, it was probably reruns. And I don't even imagine yeah. there were many reruns when you were growing up, Holly. So that was probably at the tail end of that experience. And it was in the over our heads era where uh, Cloris Leachman had taken over for um, after Edna's edibles burnt to the ground. Don't spoiler alert. It's not really a spoiler <laughs> alert. Shall we listen? Yes, let's do let's it. In s- honor of Charlotte Ray. Yes. This is season two, the theme from the Facts of Life. You take the good, you take Sing the bad, along. you take Come them on, both, for and Charlotte. there you have the Facts of Life. The Facts of Life. There's a time you gotta go and show you grow and now you know about the facts of life, the facts of life, when the world never seems to be living up to your dreams, and suddenly you're finding out the facts of life are all about you. And then there was that, like the later seasons over our head seasons, where there was that kind of like pew pew. Yeah, it was very eighties. Pew pew. That thing. Yeah. Uh, one really quick fun fact about Charlotte Ray that I I had not realized. We knew that D- uh, Different Strokes was the original show that en- en- ended up spinning off to the Facts of Life, right? But what I never realized was she was able to negotiate a deal with Different Strokes that she would be able to come back to that show if. Facts of Life wasn't successful, which is, I think at the time, was kind of a groundbreaking negotiation and not something you certainly see very often. Also, you do remember where her character was from? Where no. Mrs. Garrett was from? Anyone? Bueller? Uh, Poughkeepsie? No. Appleton, Wisconsin. Oh, that's right. And um, she actually was from Milwaukee. She was from, uh, yeah, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Her birth name? Mm-hmm. Charlotte Ray is her, Ray is her middle name. Mm-hmm. Do you know what her last I name was? I read it earlier today and I can't remember it. Lobotsky. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. She was born to Russian Jewish immigrants in, uh, in Milwaukee, and she did radio work as early as the 1940s for the Wauwatosa Children's That's Theater. So, cool. so she's a hometown hero. Mm. May you rest in peace, long lived. Charlotte Ray Lobotsky. Rest in peace. Now, when we come back, Elizabeth Reese will be bringing all of the dirt from Hollywood with a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese has arrived with all of the dirt she can muster. Hi, lady. I've missed you. Ditto. Let me know if I repeat anything because I've been off the grid it's for all a week. Good. Well, well, it'll all be new to me because I wasn't here last week either. Look so, at that. Yeah, so t- say whatever you got to say, girl. Vacay time. Okay, well, we do want to start with um, the update on Demi Lovato. And this is, of course, a story that we were talking about before we all went on vacation. And um, there have been some developments today. So she is now out of the hospital and she has been taken to rehab after her drug overdose. Um, This is nearly two weeks after the overdose. She's going to stay in rehab for an extended period of time. She took a private plane to a treatment facility um, in California or outside of California. And uh, one of her friends saved her life with that Narcan, which was, you know, that emergency Mm. medication that um, treats narcotic overdoses. And apparently um, insiders saying one of her friends had it on hand in case something like this happened. Her friends knew it was coming Um, And then I was reading some other stories today from page six in particular, talking about the complete clean out of her social circle that is going to be happening within her team, that she's got, uh, you know, a team of people surrounding her. And as Demi Lovato has been kind of struggling with being able to stay sober, she will allow people into her life that maybe aren't the best influences. And so her team is really trying to tighten the reins. They're going to try to encourage her to get rid of her cell phone and get a new number so that only specific people are able to reach her. It's a tough thing. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know the answer if, if like you have to, if just insulating yourself is the way to go or if that's just setting you up for another, like, ah, get me out of here kind of a thing. Well, I have a hard time with the fact that, that it's outside forces that are, um, taking the reins on cleaning out her social circle. I don't know that that, but look well, at how like Britney Spears has managed to stay sober and on track, um, you know, and this is a little bit different because it comes from her dad, which I think is different from necessarily a traditional employee. But boy, they have tight reins on her. Yeah. To me, it feels like it's got to be part of the process. Um, let me just say, too, that like, you, see, the the thing about it is if she wants to do drugs and alcohol, she's going to do it, whether yeah. she has tight reins or not yeah like the tighter the reins it just means the more clever she's going to have to be and alcoholics and addicts are pretty clever people so it really just comes down to like and it's so easy to to say but i really do there's some truth in this it's easy to stay sober what's not easy is addiction yeah so what i mean by what is easy is that um if you do 
what is necessary. Yeah. That it's what's necessary is easy. The hard part is doing what's easy. Yeah. yeah. I know that's really cryptic, but I'm just telling you from personal experience, it's not people try to overcomplicate. Like you need like this intensive rehab. You need this, you know, network around you. Rock bottom. You need this like um, complicated structure of mm-hmm. people to protect you from the, you know, your addiction. That's not really true. What you need to do is to get up in the morning and um, do the next right thing. That is a much wider, longer conversation that we could have what that actually looks like and sounds like. So I don't want to say or give the impression that I'm saying like it's super easy. If she wants to stay sober, it's not going to take a ton of like staff. I think what you're saying is it's coming from within her and making that decision in each moment versus this like, you know, crazy amount of of um, external forces trying to set up everything in life so that it's so perfect so that she doesn't fall off the wagon. And I think that that's what I'm sort of reacting to is yeah. the notion that they, she's got this gigantic team that's like, we're cleaning out your social circle. And I know, you know, because like, that's that an insurance seems, plan and it's not really. It also seems like self-preservation on the part of the people who make a hell of a lot of money yeah. off her, you know, and that makes you a little sad. Well, and and also just to clarify, when I say it's easy, I'm speaking to the addict because what, yeah. what often will happen is that people like Demi, I'm not saying Demi because I don't know her, but in a, a person like her can really easily out complicate her or over complicate her way out of sobriety. Mm-hmm. Like you don't understand what it's like for me. Mm-hmm. My case is unique. Yeah. I'm special. And all of that is just a way that oftentimes people will use to get back to their drug or their alcohol. So fascinating. Yeah. We'll keep you posted on her. I'm just glad that she's, yeah. you know, taking the right steps. It seems like in this moment. So that's thank good. you, Elizabeth, Thanks, for bringing all that dirt. And when we come back, we need a caller to play our 30 second pop culture challenge. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one, 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk. One, oh, seven, one. seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. You Hi. get those five questions correct, you will win a prize. It's the 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. And today Colleen we've got Ashley on the line and what is Ashley playing for you know Ashley is playing for a very amazing prize guess what it is what is it it is it's a pair of movie movie passes from far to the tree yay I don't know what that is neither do I Yay! yay timer will begin after I ask the first question you ready yes okay here we go George Michael got his start in what 80s band? Oh, um. Nope. Um, Culture Club. Nope. Do you want to pass? Pass. Dangerously in Love is the solo debut album of which singer? Oh, gosh, I'm at a loss today. What color is Winnie the Pooh's shirt? Red. Norma Jean Baker was the name of what uh, what celebrity? Uh, Ah, honey, Ashley. I know sometimes it's harder than you think. It was harder than she thought. Mm. 
Let's get to those questions that she was unable to answer. I think she, it, it's hard when you stumble on the first one because then I think your yeah. brain is just like. Bleh. George Michael got his start in what eighties band? Wham! Wake me up before you go go. <laughs> and then uh, "Dangerously in Love" is the solo debut album of which singer? Beyonce. I wouldn't have gotten that one Beyonce? probably because I'm bad at albums. Like who remembers album names? I don't. Uh, anyway, I'm just talking about myself now, so that's fun. Norma Jean Baker was the real name of which celebrity? Marilyn Monroe. And the one we didn't even get to, the musical West Side Story, is based on what Shakespeare play? Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet. Well, we will play that game again tomorrow at 1230, so you will get an opportunity to try to win that prize uh, during the 30-second pop culture challenge. And now that we're done with that, we like to solve mysteries, and we do it in the form of blind items that Holly has brought forth for us uh, in a segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Oh, we have some salacious blind items today, courtesy of crazydaysandnights.net. Let's go to our first blind item. It has to do with a foreign-born permanent A-plus list singer. Oh, fun. Foreign-born permanent A-plus list singer. And the other person we need to consider is a permanent A-list singer who has passed away. Oh, okay. Two people, the subject of this blind item. Here you go. This foreign-born permanent A-plus list singer likes to think he is a god and that everyone comes to him and he delivers help to those in need. He is talking some kind of crap when he says he tried to help this other permanent A-list singer prior to the death of that singer. One throwaway line of, hey, you should talk to my sponsor, is not getting someone help or even really doing anything all that nice, but he makes a huge deal of it and makes it all larger than life. Oh. Interesting. Is this a Whitney Houston thing? Uh, Okay, because I thought that would have been an A-plus list anyway. Um, So the the foreign-born permanent A-plus list singer is a male human. Okay. Yes. So it's a who presumably is sober and thought that he was helping somebody else get sober who didn't and all they really did was say talk to my sponsor. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. And uh is the per, the 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 person who died, the singer who died, it that's not Prince, is it? Okay, cuz I would have called Prince like an A+ plus lister. Um, okay. When did the, uh, A-lister die? The same year as Prince. Oh. Oh, oh. is it, um, what's his name? Um. The one that I went and saw in Hollywood forever? I'm, I don't recently remember who you saw. D- deceased? Uh. The guy who passed away. David Bowie? No. You didn't see him? No. And it's not David Bowie. Okay. But it's like one of those bands that I don't know anything about, but like when you say it, I would know who it is. Oh, um, you're Tom talking Petty? about uh, Glenn Fry from the Eagles? Is that no, what you're talking but that's about? No, but that's a deep dive that only Holly Roberts could deliver. Um, Not really. <laughs> Was it Tom Petty? Not Tom Petty? No, the, he's no. younger, right? Is it a younger person? No, oh. this person oh, passed away in middle age. Um. Oh, geez. So many people died around now, Prince. Now, you and know this person. You are fans of this person. Oh. Bradley is notably not a fan of the foreign-born permanent A-plus oh, list singer. It, it's, it's not Tom Jones. Oh, my no, God. It's not I'm not a fan. Oh, it's Elton John. Thank you. Oh. Durr. 
Okay, so from oh, Elton John thought that he... Oh, George Michael. Oh. Yes, now this is a confirmed blind item. So their names are attached. Interesting. Fill in the blanks for you. Elton John likes to think he is a god and that everyone comes to him and he delivers help to those in need. He is talking some kind of crap when he says he tried to help George Michael prior to his death. One throwaway line of, hey, you should talk to my sponsor, is not getting someone help or even really doing anything all that nice. But Elton John makes a huge deal of it and makes it all larger than oh, life. See, that one was right in front of our face and we didn't get that one. Yeah, it way. also doesn't surprise me. And Elton John is just a horrible person. I and mean, it says right here, I'm sorry, I just no, it's, interrupted it's okay, you, but ahead. Elton John, I'm looking at headlines. Elton John opens up about trying to help George Michael with drug problems. Mm-hmm. Looks like he let the sun go down on him. I'm surprised he didn't write a special version no. of Handle <laughs> in the Wind. <laughs> thank you. I was trying to do my own pun. Thank you. <laughs> it's all just a part of the circle of life. Uh, oh, thank okay. you. Ah, thank you. Moving on. This one is a salacious blind item again from crazydaysandnights.net and it has to do with two people, a C-minus list celebrity and a former A-plus list singer turned A-minus list singer slash actress. All right. A short but brief blind item. This C-minus list celebrity had recently been interviewed by the FBI about the mob ties of this former A-plus list singer turned A-minus list singer slash actress. Then he died. Seems convenient. Oh, interesting. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna say is is this the um is this like a Mark Salling situation? Okay. No, think about the former permanent or the former A plus list singer first. Okay. So think about that person. That person has the celebrity that we all know. Okay. Uh, and that's an A-plus list singer turned A-minus list singer actress. Yeah, and that's how Crazy Days and Nights likes to classify this person. Now, to you and I, I would say that this person is probably still considered an A-plus list singer. Oh, Lady Gaga. Okay. Mob ties? Interesting. Okay, and the C-minus list celebrity that had recently been interviewed by the FBI and then died. Oh, the C minus list celebrity who died, who died. Well, a that's lot of why people died. See, I was going the Mark Salling route yeah. because of his ties to like Glee. It's not him. Now you wouldn't necessarily know this person's name, but this person used to be associated with Lady Gaga in the past. He has appeared in some of her music oh. videos, and he is not no- her ex. No, not her oh, ex. He's still alive. Uh, but this person was known for their body art and they've been in the headlines this past week for passing uh, away oh somebody just died Who died i'll just Who tell had, you yeah i think so body he art was known died. by the name zombie boy oh okay i don't yep. even know what any of that stuff is what is a zombie boy his name was rick jenist and he was a canadian model and artist and he passed away and lady gaga sent her condolences out immediately after his passing calling his death a suicide but now she's retracting oh, that statement wow. today saying that he didn't maybe necessarily pass away that way and now his family is saying he died via a fall an accident so we're getting mis- mixed signals here. Interesting. Also, that she has mob ties. I mean, 
I feel like that's such an easy narrative to go with, whether or not that's real, just because like, you know, she's native New York. Doesn't her, doesn't her family have like a restaurant and they have like Italian roots. I mean, I just think it's kind of a lazy, like, (laughs) but I don't know. Is it, I I don't know if the FBI is talking to people and she has mob ties turning up dead. I mean, it's like the there Godfather. is an article that says like 10 celebrities with mob ties and she is on it. Ooh. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Let's try one more real quick before we go. Ooh, this is a confirmed blind. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Item from CrazyDaysNights.net. Here is your blind item considering a former A-plus list tweener turned A-minus list adult singer and his actress girlfriend. So this is a confirmed blind item. It had been published uh, maybe about mm, a month ago. So let me read you the blind item. Apparently now our favorite former A-plus list tweener turned A-minus list adult singer is acting as a chaperone slash bodyguard for his actress girlfriend as she pulls a yachting gig with someone from her home country who has been following her career since she was a very young star in her own country. That's got to be Priyanka Chopra and the Jonas. Uh, no. Oh, no, wait, sorry. Oh, yeah. I was oh, like, I was whoa, like, there's another so one? confused. <laughs> Yes, that oh, is correct. Okay, say, fill in the blanks. Uh, you can say that again. Apparently now Nick Jonas is acting as a chaperone slash bodyguard for Priyanka Chopra as she pulls a yachting gig with someone from her own home country who has been following her career since she was a very young star in her own country. Do we know who the someone is? No, we don't know who the client is in this situation. Could be anybody, quite but, frankly. Did you see this headline? Oh, no, you didn't. That was updated today at 2.34 International Standard Time or Indian Standard Time. Priyanka Chopra quickly hides engagement ring from paparazzi as she arrives in Delhi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, since we're on the topic of uh, Priyanka Chopra and the Jonas... I understand that the two of you did some very deep sleuthing while I was gone. And you came to the conclusion that the two of them are really going to great lengths to pull over a huge ruse on us. Well, just clearer and clearer that their relationship is crap. So Holly's got some proof. Awesome. We will lay that out for everybody after this on my talk. One Oh seven one. Well, while I was gone on vacation, I understand that you, Bradley and Holly, have uncovered the great lengths that the uh, Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra relationship is going to to try to convince us that it's very real. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and uh, Holly, I understand that you have collected the evidence 
to share with us. Yes. Well, the evidence came to us last week via some casting news concerning Priyanka Chopra. Now, Hmm. she's done with her show Quantico on ABC. After a couple seasons, that's done. And it looked like she was maybe going to return back to Bollywood and do some movies over there. And we should just say that, so like all of this came out of the notion that, um, and this is not the first time we've talked to them about, or talked about them in the context of their relationship being fake. And it, um, it's, it's just becoming clearer and clearer that this is the case, whether it's blind items or these celebrity stories. And Holly, uh, one particular story, as Colleen just referenced, sort of clued us off or clued us into this notion that she's really on this big push to make her career even bigger than it might already be. Exactly. So that story came Tuesday afternoon from The Hollywood Reporter saying Priyanka Chopra is now the female lead opposite Chris Pratt in a movie called Cowboy Ninja Viking. That's a Which, lot. Nothing makes sense about any of those words together, right? but apparently that's a movie. <laughs> it's going to be a movie next summer starring Chris Pratt, arguably one of the biggest movie stars yeah. around right now. Yeah, he's very hot right now. He's very hot right now. And this movie is being made by Universal Studios, so they're putting a lot of money into it. So this gig is a big darn deal for Priyanka Chopra. She's been in Baywatch. Yep. She's been in a couple of uh, fluffier, fluffier Hollywood roles. movies. Yeah. Uh, and this movie's coming out next summer. I saw this and I was like, hmm, interesting that Priyanka Chopra recently engaged to Nick Jonas after two months of dating. Yeah. Got this really high profile gig. And then that same evening, I read the following blind item mm. from our blind item website, crazydaysandnights.net. This recently engaged Foreign-born, A-list, B-plus-list, mostly television actress was not even in the discussions, conversations, thought process of landing a role in a movie starring this A-plus-list, mostly movie actor, let alone starring opposite him. Enter one engagement and a string of tabloid articles, and the next thing you know, she lands the job. It is why she forced that engagement and not just a string of meaningless dates to be photographed by paparazzi. She would go full-on marriage if she thought it would get her a superhero franchise. I'm not sure what is in it for her significant other that will change his narrative. Yeah, presumably, I don't know, at this point it seems like he just wants a paycheck, but, you know, who knows the truth shall be revealed at some point maybe or not but we can postulate in the meantime in between time but in terms of uh priyanka i mean it's just clear to me that um this was a calculated effort because you'll remember this has also worked for somebody else who is trying to get some things going in her career who all of a sudden seems to be in headlines that we weren't really talking about Meghan Markle? No. Oh, but okay. sure. I just went there. I don't know. <laughs> sure. But remember, Holly, uh, here was another story that we talked about, or another blind item, I think. I don't remember the context, but um, la- or last week we talked about um, an actress mm-hmm. who was a TV act, mostly a TV actress, who uh, maybe was exiting a relationship not too long ago. And then all of a sudden she started offering her opinions on things. And then we come to find out that there are like three projects in the works. And so it's like... Oh, this sounds familiar. Who was that? Holly, do you remember? Remember all of a sudden there was like, we looked at her IMDB and it was like, oh, this movie's in post-production. Oh, you're talking about the 
September cover issue of In Style magazine. Yes, ding which would ding be ding. Jennifer Aniston. Oh. Jennifer ding, ding. Aniston is on the cover of the September issue of In Style magazine. Because I'm like, why are we talking about her again? Other than you know, every once in a while, somebody's like, she's gonna be a shriveled old hag with no children. But there were all these interviews, and then all of a sudden, she's doing the cover story for In Style, and it's like, what does she have going on right now? You know, I, this is something that I, um, I I thought about this a little bit over my vacation um, when I think about the celebrities. But, you know, when we're steeped in this every single day, we're paying attention to what the celebrities are doing, what what is being said about them, what publications are writing about them, what the gossip columnists are saying about them. And I was thinking about these imaginary or these fake relationships, like what we think we're seeing with Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. Um, and I think to myself, you know, sometimes we think that the relationship is sort of fake and then suddenly the couple is married and then the couple ends up having children. And do you know who I was actually thinking about was I was thinking about, um, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know that there had ever been a rumor that they weren't real, but I thought to myself, what if they weren't real? And then they have three children out of the deal and umpty foo years of marriage. And what kind of life is that to live to get? But think about it. How many people do you know in your life that probably wouldn't have gotten married, but maybe they had a kid or like people do things for less is I what I'm saying. Right. And so it does, that, that doesn't surprise me that people would be in a sham of a relationship. Look around you. However, I don't even think you need to get to the point that the relationship is fake to understand that what's really at work here is that people are creating narratives about what's going on in their life, whether it's true or not. However, I'm sure there is a spectrum. There are stories uh, that are completely close to reality, but it's because they're making them like they're making up those stories intentionally. Or it's that they're completely fabricating stories just to get their names in headlines. It is the sort of machinations behind the scene that were that we we can understand from stories like this. Like I just think the Jonas and Priyanka Chopra relationship seems completely fake. Yeah. The Jennifer Aniston um you know her relationship whether that's fake or not, I don't know, but at the same time I understand that she gets that she can create stories out of nothing just to further her career. And it's working. We're doing it wrong, you guys. We're doing it wrong. All right, when we come back, we have a question for you. How do you decide where to eat when you're on vacation with a group of people? How do you decide where you're going to eat your meals? 651-641-1071. We'll talk about that. 